1: Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is our hour of power where we are living our lives like they matter. You know, we all have a great calling. We've been called, some of us have been called out. And we've been called out to a higher plane, to a higher level of living, to a a higher purpose. And today I want to suggest to you, or should, should I say, ask you, how are you doing? How are things going in your world? Because we all have our own little world, our own little piece of the pie, our own little fiefdom, if you will. There's a church I attend that uh, I'm looking for a church home. It's probably not my church home, but one of the problems I have for it is that the, uh, it, it seems like it's a little fiefdom for the pastor. It doesn't seem like it's God's church. It seems like it's his church. Uh, And I really don't want to be a part of another man's mission or vision. I want to be a part of God's mission or vision. So if I'm going to build a kingdom, it better be God's because I'm not even building my own kingdom. So why would I build another another man's kingdom under the guidance of a church that he runs like a small business, kind of like I run my small business? And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to introduce you to some new things. Motto, slogans, mission statements sound familiar? Well, if you're a regular listener, then you know it does sound familiar because that's what I've been talking about this week. Uh, Tuesday, we talked about are you all in, about commitment. And then yesterday, we talked about compromise elsewhere because part of commitment, heart, body, and soul, right? If I take away your heart, I take away your body, and I take away your soul. What's left? Nothing, honey, right? It's everything you got. And so you got to realize that you know we can have all these slogans and mottos and mission statements and with commitment you've got to compromise in certain areas to stay committed in one area. You know you can't serve God and Mammon, right? That's what the God says. You can't serve God and Mammon. You can't serve two different kings. Cuz you'll despise the other, you'll neglect the other for the for the one. And so this week when we were talking about are you all in and talking about compromise else, we've been talking about commitment and compromiso. We talked about mottos and slogans and mission statements. And think about those three things, mottos, slogans, mission statements, are words put together to tell another about the purpose of someone or something. However, words are nothing more than a whole bunch of letters put together without the energy to back them up. The saying is this, what you're doing Speak so loudly that I can't hear your slogan, your motto, your mission. And so today, I like it matters radio. I want to pull back the curtain. I want to open up my world to your world because we all have our own world. You know, Jesse Waters on Fox News, the Waters world, you know, made famous. I'm Jesse Waters and this is my world. Well, guess what? We all have our world. We all have our piece of the pie. We all have our own little thing that we're building. Remember, Genesis 1-1 says, in the beginning, God created. And we tell people, stop there. First introduction to God is as creator, and then we drop down 25 verses. Let us make man in our image under our likeness. We're made in the God class. We're made to create. So today I want to pull back the curtain and let you into my world. And today I want to introduce you to someone that I met as I continue living my life like it matters in the world of Mr. Black. But you know, part of what I do on this radio show and in classes, it's kinda of like uh, uh, the Wizard of Oz, you know, where uh, Dorothy, is, she's, uh, she's on a mission. And uh, she wants to get home, and along that mission, she sees a need and she meets a need, don't you get it? That's what we're supposed to do. So those needs were called Lion and Scarecrow and right, all those things. And what she was doing as she was going from point A to point B, she got dumped in this place with munchkins and witches. And so she knew she had to get to point B, which is the Wizard of Oz, because at point B, she could get home. And so as she was going from point A to point B, she ran into people who had needs. And like any good leader, as Dorothy was, she lived by the principle of sea need. Me to need, and so she finally makes it to the whiz. There it is—the awe and powerful whiz, kind of like today's Biden administration, just a bunch of smoke and mirrors, just a bunch of people you don't know pulling levers, and there's a guy out front who's doing nothing but basically getting oxygen and getting food to keep him awake. Same thing with little Munchkin guy, and so they're standing there in fear of the Oz, ready to get what they came for. But where's Toto? Where's Toto? Oh, puppy. Here, Toto. Toto. And Toto's way over there, and he's barking at a curtain. You don't remember this? Oh, hey, John, why don't you remind them of what he said? Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. You see, there was no Oz. I'll say it again. You see, there was no Oz. It was just a whole bunch of people in the deep state pulling string, pulling bells, pulling whistles making people believe that there was an Oz. In a way, that's what I do. I pull back the curtain. But what I do is as I'm going from point A to point B, is I'm working to live my life like it matters. See, I'm not telling you to do that. I'm being the example. And I know one thing, that hurting people hurt people. And as I look out this world, I see so much pain. You know, I I see all these people all happy about this, happy about this, and this, and what I see is I see pain. I see hurt. I see hurting people hurting people. I see people in need, and everybody's telling them we're praying for you. Oh, yeah, we're going to help you, but no one's there to help. And so what I get to do today is I'm going to let you into my world. I'm going to pull back the curtain. I'm going to show you how to live your life like a matters. Not only that, I'm going to show you how I do it. Not to say you have to do it that way. But I want you to know I'm congruent with what I teach. That's what I believe. And what I teach and what I believe is I do my darndest to live it and I get impact incredible people. Matter of fact, I got a, a, a listener yesterday, uh, signed up for class. Uh, neat lady, Maria is her name. I haven't had a chance to talk to her, but I got an email from her. And I, I wanted to share with you why she said she signed up for and She's been listening there uh, in Minneapolis uh, for a while. She says, my primary reason for signing up for Leadership Awakening is, I want help to change my mind, the way I think and make choices, I've hit a wall after unemployment, underemployment, and want to be inspired by persons who are positive, successful, better than I am, and who want to honor and live out their Christian faith. So powerful. Maria, I'm so excited for you. Thank you for listening, and I promise you, uh, God's got you in the right place at the right time. I have CEOs I work with, and uh, one of my CEOs in California, I love this guy. He's a good friend, a good brother. I've been instrumental in bringing him back to God. And I do life caddy work. So once a week, we're on the phone, spending time together, keeping them on path. And this is CEO of a $100 million company, pretty big company. And he said, thinking about our conversation yesterday, Black, he says, to have faith back then in the old days meant so much. If you stood with God, you ran the risk of persecution, enslavement, torture, and so on. So many of us say we have faith today, but we don't proudly announce and show it. Is it for fear of feeding in? or being canceled. And I said, amen, welcome to my world. Why do you think I'm not famous and need people's help financially? Why? Because I share God openly. See, I live by the motto we're gonna talk about today. See a need, meet a need. And we talked about mottos. A motto is, is basically a, a general motivation or intention of an individual. A slogan is a short and striking or memorable phrase used in advertising. Our, our motto on the U.S. currency, which the progressive Democrats and liberals like Biden are wanting to change, it says in God we trust. Why is that so important? Because in money is what most people trust. So we, being a Christian nation that we were founded upon, just like Israel, we were founded upon Yahweh. And we were to depend on Yahweh. And today I want to ask you, are you functioning in a GOS or an FOS? Have you compromised so much to your commitment to this world that your words are mere slogans, mere mottos, a whole bunch of letters put together without the energy to back them up? So today, I'm going to welcome to the world of Mr. Black, and I'm going to introduce you to one of my friends, one of my neighbors. His name is Danny, and he'll be joining us after the break. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on
3: Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, March 30th through April 1st. That's likeitmatters.net.
2: Sightseeing in Paris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Did you know that the Freedom 1570 mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on the app that will automatically start streaming Freedom 1570 at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake up with Matt Ray or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free Freedom 1570 app today.
3: Save 700 gallons of water and 250 pounds of salt this year with the new wet technology water softener from Commerce Water. Get $400 for your old softener. Commerce will haul it away too. Commerce.com.
1: Commerce Water. Go to
2: Commerce.com.
1: Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was i was raised in a church
2: uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life and It's really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional, That's okay. but it's 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 amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like It Matters unique approach allows people to see, hear and experience leadership in motion. Like It Matters Radio.
1: Radio Like It Matters. <laughs> Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm getting ready to go out to class. See, what I do is so interesting. I do leadership training, two-and-a-half-day intensives. I do one to two of those a month all over the world. Uh, I'll be going to Mexico next month, Monterrey, Mexico for NIDEC. Uh, We'll be in Dallas tonight. We've got 16 people, which is a closed class. It's our maximum class size, although I have had more. Uh, And uh, and two-and-a-half days, uh, that's an alternate reality. Two-and-a-half days, though we call the world of Mr. Black, where people uh, operate in in a function in a higher reality in the now moment. It's transformational. Next week, you'll hear from some of these people who, 48 hours after entering my classroom, after entering the world of Mr. Black, their lives are forever changed. I do this daily radio show. I do a daily scriptural text at wayofwarrior.blog. They send out to thousands of people the Word of God. I make myself available. I do life caddy work, I do life counseling. Uh, I do, you know, PTSD work. I do people call me up when they're ready to end everything, end their life. I talk people from uh, taking their lives. I mean, this is what I do, and it's never scripted. I wake up every day and say, General Jesus, private black reporting for duty, sir. And I ask for divine appointments. I ask for traveling mercies. I ask that as, as I go through my point A to point B that God uses me. I say, Daddy, whatever you're about today, I want to be a part of it. Please, Dad, here I am. Use me. Abba. And so what I do is I take a day and a weekend and a week and a month, and I make them a series of point A's to point B's because that's what life is. And in between point A's and point B's, things are presented. Obstacles. Opportunities. Trauma. Drama. People. People who are there to give and people who are there to receive. But unless you're tuned to the right frequency, unless you're tuned to the right station, you're gonna miss it. And so today, I'm pulling back the curtain to my world. And I am so blessed because I get to interact and meet people on a regular basis. Talked about a CEO who I I work with in California. Talked about a listener who reached out to me. And you've heard many listeners. I've had a dozen listeners who listened to my radio show, came on my training, uh, uh, went through my training, then came on the radio and talked about it afterwards, and it said it forever changed their life. But today, we have another man joining us. But what's different about this man is he's never been through my training, and maybe will never go through because of medical conditions. But see, part of my belief system, part of my programming, part of my mission, and you've heard me say it all the time, is I see a need and I meet a need. Because when I was younger, and even up till now, there's so many times I've crossed people who have means to help me, and I need some serious help. Uh, but uh, they're off in another country. They're building their third cabin. They're taking their third vacation this year. But they can't really help me as I help other people. Uh, they got their money is already going to other places. They've already got it figured out. And I always think of First John three sixteen. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. Now, here's what's interesting. Listen to the next verse. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in the word or talk, but in deed and in truth. And what's interesting is I've always known that verse first. 1 John 3 17 but if anyone has the world's good and sees his brother need yet closes his heart against him How does God's love abide in him? But what did he say before it was the context of that? by this we know love that he laid down his life for us And we ought to lay down a life for our brothers. God's not talking about necessarily dying I'm not gonna die for my next guest. I don't plan on it at least But what I'm gonna do is use my resources use my means, use my influence, use my ability to help this brother. Because I see hurting people out there. And one thing I learned a long time ago is a natural law that hurting people hurt people with a flesh operating system. But if you can change that to a GOS, change your operating system to a God-operating system, then you can be hurting. And because you hurt, you see another in pain, And then you want to help that person in pain because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. In your weakness, his strength is perfected. We must decrease so he can increase. So I want to welcome to my neighborhood. I feel like, uh, you know, that guy put on a little jacket, right? A little sweater, right? Welcome to our neighborhood. Won't you be my neighbor? And so today I want to invite you to meet a neighbor of mine, a friend who I met along my journey going from point A to point B, and I'd like you to meet him too. And so let's uh, go to the phone lines, and let's go to phone line number one, and let's welcome Danny to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, my friend? How you doing, brother? You all right? Well, you know, uh, unfortunately, and I don't get to say this often, uh, today you got some bad news. So I think, unfortunately, I'm doing better than you are. Uh, but uh, all will be known in due time, brother. But uh, that's why we're talking today. But uh, Danny, uh, Danny's last name McCann. You know, funny thing is uh, I didn't know your last name. And so this morning, Danny said, what's your last name? He said, McCann. And what's my first response? Wow, it's a good Irish name. Now, here's the cool yeah. thing, Danny. McBeth, McBeth, Yeah, Yeah, see, that's why Irish. My first thought was the Mick. You know, so all of a sudden... <laughs> My mind. This is how we all work. It's not prejudice. Uh, what you, yeah. what people think of. It's prejudging. My thing. When I hear a Mick, Mick, I think of Irish. Now, it's not true, but that's what I think of. <laughs> a lot of things we think of aren't true, right? So I yeah. think of that. Now, Daddy's a, a a big man. Uh, he's got he, he's got melanin. He's a dark man. He's he's a great barbecue. He's a great uh, coach. He's a great man of God. <laughs> Uh, but he, uh, what, if you think of an Irish man like McGregor or something like that, you know, Connor or whatever, yeah. that's not what Danny looks like. Danny could eat Connor for lunch. That's how he's a big yeah. guy. He's a big guy.
4: I, I don't know about that, but yeah. Thank yeah. you, brother. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, uh, you know, I did not know how we met. You know, uh, I live in this place called Everman. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're at the end, uh, low end of our, our financial spectrum right now. Uh, we used to live on 22-acre ranches, and uh, we used to hide out. I'd go out and help people to hide out in my little ranch. And um, uh, about 12 years ago, uh, God fet, uh, felt the need to remove me from that ranch. And we hit a very uh, deep uh, financial slum. And so we wound up, by the grace of God, getting being able to get a house in this neighborhood. And, and nothing personal, but uh, we don't look like most people that live in our neighborhood. I think Danny knows that. You know, we, we look a little different, which is okay. I I love everybody I don't care about your skin color I don't care who you share your bed with I don't care what bathroom you use that's between you and God that's not my deal Uh, and so um, you know we're out there my little boy my little boy Benaiah who's as white as you can be he is little so little Uh, he is a little bit underdeveloped he's a great heart great little man Uh, but uh, yeah he doesn't have the physical stature based on daddy and mommy uh, that uh, Danny's kids have (laughs) You know, they got better genes for that than my kids did. And so my little boy wanted to play baseball. And I don't know if you know the story or not, Danny. I just heard it last night, so I'm sharing it. And so um, my, there's my wife's out there with my little boy, new neighborhood. You know, we, we don't look like everybody else, which, again, is no big deal. Just give me some factual data. Uh, and he's out there with a lot of older kids, my little boy who's never played sports. And my wife says that the, the some of the older kids are picking on him, you know, kind of being rough with him, all that. My, my boys kind of him on. And so uh, my wife jumps in there. There and plays mama bear say hey what are you doing it's a little kid don't treat him like that and they weren't my wife my wife just told me a story last night and they were in line uh getting tacos and danny the man who's on the radio with me right now has a son uh what's your son's name danny Can't little true. one could a Can't little yeah. yeah, Cantrell. And so my wife said this. And I'd never heard the story before then. That you're standing in line with your wife, I think, Cantrell. And uh, my wife was telling me what happened. And you looked at your son, Cantrell, and you said, this is your friend. You will look out for him. This is your brother. Right? I mean, and yeah. that's how we uh, met Danny. Do you remember that experience at all? Oh, yes. there
4: was. We were there to talk a and they told me he would get picked on. Actually, Cantrell said something. And Kentrell's small too for his age, and um, mm-hmm. he gets that. So when we seen him, I love your son. You know, I gave him a nickname. And um, <laughs> what, do you call him? what do you call him? <laughs> I call Tell him White game? Chocolate. So yeah, White I like Chocolate. chocolate cause I of, love
2: it
4: because <laughs> the way he the way he, the way yeah. he the way he gets down out there on the baseball yeah. field. So yeah, he does. Yeah. My son basically <laughs> my son basically said, and I told him that and my son, that he's gonna look out for him. Even my daughter, my daughter's older. They we we, yeah. we love you know, My wife, we have, we love yeah. we love Mania, but we kind of don't like chocolate yeah. just because every time he yeah. gets out there, he gives us a show. He gives us a yeah. show. So you know, yeah. and, and we love y'all. I don't. We don't look at color and stuff. Yeah. We look at the love and the love that he brought yeah. to the whole visual yeah. team and your wife and y'all. And then I know that you love. the you feel you fell in love with me from this from that? Uh, That's right.
1: Culture. Amen, brother. So well he's like, got you know well, Danny's, Danny's got a way to my heart he's he does the meat, so it's kind of like an Arby's career so Danny's uh has a business where he does smoking and he smokes meat and he does an incredible job and so Danny kind of bribed me he found a way to my heart it's through my barbecue <laughs> <And> i love <laughs> love good barbecue I, I, he did me some ribs the other day that I've been eating up three days, and they were some of the best uh ribs i've ever had. matter of fact Danny what's the name of your business? Um, it's called Macbeth Services. Macbeth Services. Macbeth, Service. Macbeth, Macbeth Service. Services. Yes, sir. Macbeth, awesome. Yes, sir. And um, how do they get a hold of you? I'm um, because he does uh, smoke meat throughout Dallas, Fort Worth, Metro. How do they oh, reach yeah. out to you? They um, you can go to
4: um, the uh, uh, Facebook page of Macbeth Services or Instagram. It's Cafe Cafe on We. It's Cafe on Wheels. So it wouldn't let me spell out Wheels. So it's Cafe Home Week. Funniest thing, C A F E O N
1: W H E E. So, let's go. Wheels without the the L S. Yes, Yes, wheels. Yes, exactly. Uh, And Danny. Yeah. Hey, and uh, the reason I have Danny on today too, and we'll get to this after the break, is. uh, you know, Danny's going through a lot, like a lot of us are. But I want to share with Danny because Danny—I uh, found this out through some other people. Danny actually didn't tell me directly, and then I reached out to him. So, I, I want to tell you what happens in the world of Mister Black. I get a chance to cross paths with great people. And one of those people I'm introducing to Danny, uh, and Danny has a need, and we're going to talk about that after the break. So, I'm Black. Stay with me. We'll be back in three minutes.
3: To learn more from Mr. Black, the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is March 30th through April 1st. Details at likeitmatters.net.
0: Numbness, tingling, weakness, pain in the legs and feet, loss of balance. If you are suffering with neuropathy, we've got a natural solution for you. Hey, it's Dr. Kim Tran with Minnesota Integrative Health and Chiropractic, located in Richfield off 494 and 35W. As a chiropractor, I'm here to provide you with another solution outside of the medication, shots, and surgeries you've already tried. Like many of my new patients, you're probably still suffering. If this is crippling your life where you can no longer go out and spend time with your friends or family, or if your balance is so bad, you worry about whether you can even walk, call today for a free neuropathy screening. We take a holistic approach to all aspects of what's going on with your body and your health in order to reverse your neuropathy naturally. Call today to schedule your free neuropathy screening at 612-545-5672 or just go to drkimtran.com.
3: helping people live their lives like they matter. That's Mr. Dot Black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life.
1: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today, I'm inviting you into my world. And today, we're calling the show Welcome to the World of Mr. Black because I live a unique life. Uh, I am a child of God. I'm a warrior for God. Uh, I operate uh, under a God operating system. There's only two operating systems, FOS or GOS. It's kind of like Macintosh or Apple. I'm sorry, Macintosh or IBM. Uh, It's basically it's Windows or Apple, two operating systems that we go by. Same thing in life. You either got a GOS or an FOS. You either got a flesh operating system uh, and you're building your own kingdom or you have a GOS, God operating system, and you're a conduit. You're a warrior. Uh, You're the hands and feet for the God of the universe. And so uh, my world, I get a chance to meet a lot of different people all over the world with a lot of different causes, with a lot of different needs. Uh, And I am so blessed that I get to call these people friends and brothers and sisters. And today we have a brother of mine, a friend, a man who I met uh, on my son's uh, baseball team, but I've got to know he's a coach. He loves his family. He's a dedicated father. He's a man of God. He's an incredible smoker of meats, man. When you when you get some of his food, I'll tell you, you'll never leave Danny's side because he'll be there. He'll be there. So let's welcome back to Like It Matters Radio, Danny. Hey, Danny, appreciate you being with us, brother.
4: Yes, sir. How are you doing?
1: So you got a lot going on. So uh, the reason uh, you and I are connecting, and I want you to know, uh, Danny's been really hesitant about this. You know, Danny... Uh, Uh, when i told danny what i want to do i want to help about because god put him in my life for a reason uh danny's been very hesitant uh not wanting people to feel sorry for him uh not feeling basically worthy that's quote i I think your words to me one time was really i don't know if it's really a good cause and i'm gonna tell you right now dude you're a good cause Uh, you're a living breathing human being you're a child of god you have family uh you involved in the community you pour into young men, especially uh, men in a lower economic region, whether it be black or brown, because it's not about the skin color that matters most. What matters is socioeconomic background. If you don't have stuff to do stuff, right, you know that. Uh, It's not about skin color. It's about what do you have available to you. And most people in the area you and I live, they don't have a lot available to them. And, and so people like you and me are supposed to step up, and you are. And so Daddy has a good cause. He is a good person. But tell me what's going on. You found out uh, something about your ticker. Tell us uh, your medical condition. What's going on? Um, It's
4: actually called CHF, congestive heart failure. I uh, found out in uh, about 2000. I knew it was hereditary, first of all. Um, so I found out that mine got real bad in 2014. Uh, my first son, he was actually a sophomore when I found out, and I was at uh, 14% then. Just um, to give you a little background, you you never have 100% of your heart, but you have 80% at the most, 85. But anything below 40% is called congestive heart failure. Well, um, in 2007, I was like at 48, but I was 28, 30, not paying attention, being young, you know, um, just not paying attention to my real pressure, but just real quick, uh, 2014, it went to 14%. Uh, and I held that because I was doing summer track, like you said. I was helping the community. It doesn't matter if the kids, everybody needs help. That's I felt. That's why I got my joy out of everything. And um, the deal went up to, I got it up to 18%. When they told me that I was at 14%, they basically told me there was no way I was supposed to be doing what I was doing, but I know. The reason wow. being, you well, know, because God has been me through this, um, because they said I was supposed to be on hospice. So if anybody knows about hospice, and I'm pretty sure you know what hospice, they say basically yep. it's your deathbed. So yep, they say, there's to no die. way I was you go there to be. die. exactly. Yep. So they basically said there was no way I was supposed to be doing everything that I was doing. Summer track, training the kids, doing what I'm doing out in the summer, out in the heat, um, walking the track, everything on my own. And now it has just depreciated to the point to now I think I'm at like twelve percent, but I now to where I need a heart transplant now. Um I've been denied, um, U T Southwest in Dallas and now I just got denied yesterday
1: in um Houston or whatever. So I'm not overweight, me, so. but I'm not that mature. Anymore. Yeah. So, let's stop for a second well, there because so you were turned down by Dallas, and then you had hope and you were going to Houston and just let you know guys know because this is why we have Danny on you guys uh, donated to him I think we've given Danny twice five hundred dollars just to help you a little bit uh, your trips to Houston cost you easily six seven eight hundred bucks i I'm sure, uh, and he had to I just go that. up there get hotel rooms take his family, beg doctors yeah. to help go through all these tests uh, and he went back and forth a few times and uh, you know working to fund it all so I want you to know. Our listeners, you've donated a thousand dollars to Danny to help him, but he he was going along. We we're all hopeful about Houston, but then you just found out the other day from Houston that you've been denied. Correct? Correct. They called me yesterday at five forty-five.
4: Said I was denied, and they, they got a small they're a small organ place, but I was felt like why didn't they tell me this in the beginning? So right yeah. now, my, me and my wife is working on so we can go to Chicago. Um, but right now I just really just. Just going to continue to do what I'm supposed to do and help everyone. I'm not too really worried about everything. I try not to worry about it. You know, I'm here for my wife, for my kids. And, of course, you know, I'm here for God first thing. But then my wife and my kids, this is the reason why I'm fighting on to do what I need to yeah. do. Uh, this morning, just to let you know, I, I was speaking to my gate. I just fixed my fence because my dogs were getting out. So that was my exercise this morning. <laughs> so I decided to do things <laughs> shit that I didn't have to do, but I'm just going to continue to push forward, you know. And me, and you have well, plenty of conversations, and you don't got on me about uh, being proud for or not, you know, working for yeah. things. I just feel that I feel that I have to be able to give because I get so much more out of it, you know, than yep. than just receiving. So, well, no and Danny, you all. had said
1: some things to me, Danny, really important. You had said, and you got emotional. Said, I want to be there for my kids. I mean, when's your daughter graduate? You want to you want to be there for your gr- daughter's graduation? When does she graduate?
4: Um, she actually, she will be a sophomore uh, next year. So she got three more years.
1: But so the you way want to be there? To me, it's like, mm-hmm. I don't even have a year, two years to even yeah. make it. So. And you got a wife who's dependent on you. you got kids. You've got, oh, yeah. Not only your kids, but you got kids all throughout the community that look up to Coach Danny. Yeah. You're yeah, firm. Yeah. You're tough. You're yeah. a child of God. Are you, I mean, I, I, one thing I loved about you, Danny, I went to a game. You weren't there, but your wife was there and your daughter on that. And even though you weren't there, you were on the phone and your daughter's hanging out with a friend who wasn't <laughs> really good influence and and your wife's there and you're talking. I mean, that's an act of parent because Danny knows that the devil's working to get to his kids with all yeah. this uh, going on in the world, with the hatred, with the uh, promiscuity, with the devil pulling on our kids. And Danny knows that. And Danny, when you were talking to me, you got emotional. You got emotional. Oh, yeah. so I want to be there for my mom uh, and dad. Your mom and dad's still alive, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm a, I'm their only child, so that's that's yep. another reason why I
4: don't want my parents. to – Nobody should be, bury their child. I do not want my parents to to, to bury me. I'm only 44, so you know uh, I, I, that that really bothers me. Having my parents, my parents to bury me, and then who's gonna look after my wife and my kids? That's that's and look after my parents. I'm supposed to be here to look after my parents. I want to be here to look after my wife and my kids. This is what, what what I'm here to help who I can on the way, you know. So it's just it's very emotional, and I'm not gonna break up on your show, but uh, no, I'm really gonna hold it in. But you know, I did it with you, and I apologize yeah. for doing it, but it was no. just it was just very very hurtful that someone can look at you and really just look at a human being and not want to put their 100% in to help that person. That's just, that's not what God put us on here for. It's to love each other no matter what, you know. Yep. And, and even though they're like herb. that, though, Mr. Black, yep. I still yep. love them regardless because yep. they don't know. And maybe me being nice and loving will help them with the next person, you know
1: amen so, amen and what we want to do is we want to help danny we don't know what the future holds i don't know but i want to be there with danny uh i know god's got this under control i don't know what god's plans are uh, danny doesn't know what god's plans are but i do know this that it's appointed for man to die one time and then comes a the judgment and all of us that are listening to my voice right now that hear this we're going to we stand before god someday whether it be the white throne judgment under the beam of seat of christ uh, we're going to have to ask answer the question what did you do for danny what did you do for that gentleman I sent in front of you that needed some people, that needed some money, that needed some help, that needed some prayers, that needed some care? How did you help your brother, my son, Danny Macbeth? And boy, I'm going to tell you, uh, he won't ask me that because when he looks at me, Danny, he's going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. You helped my, my son, your brother, Danny, when no one else would. And so uh, uh, here's how you help us. Uh, if you go to our website, go to flipcause.com, flipcause.com. There's an entire page we put together on Danny with some explanation pictures. 100% donations. We are registered 501c3. Every single dollar that you donate is tax deductible. Every single dollar that you donate, we will send to Danny. We'll pay some bills. He's got medication. How, how much does your medication cost, Danny? <laughs>
4: oh, you want to discuss it. Uh, right now, i about 1100 a month. 1100 a month is
1: steady decreasing, so it's like 1100 yeah. a month right now. Yeah, and so, uh, you know, grads, we, we gave a $1,000 for two trips to to Houston. That didn't even cover that. It doesn't even cover his medicine for an entire month. So come on, help us help Danny. And Danny, we're with you or walk with you. This is not my choice. This because God told me, uh, I'm a, I'm a slave. I told you, you were, you were so appreciative of what I'm doing. I said, Danny, my good book tells me this. You don't thank a slave for doing what the master tells him to do. I'm just doing what my master, your Lord and Savior, my Lord and Savior, Jesus told us to do. And he said, you see a need, you meet a need. And so go to uh, FlipCause.com. It's under uh, medical bills on the donations page. I'd love to hear from you. Tell us, Danny, uh, uh, we're going to keep you updated on Danny. Uh, you can text me, email me. Uh, if you send some money, if you want to uh, communicate directly with Danny, I'll get you his contact information. Uh, but, Danny, we're here with you. You're not alone. God's with you. We're here with you. Uh, and you got to stay around, dude, because you got to keep me fat. And I need that smoked meat to keep me fat, brother. <laughs> All right, my friend. We're going to a hard break. I appreciate you. And uh, you're not alone. Remember that, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you very much. All right, my friend. We'll talk soon, buddy. God bless you. Bye-bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Black. And today, welcome to the world of Mr. Black. After the break, I'm going to give you some good meat and taters. We'll be right back.
2: Welcome to the world of Mr. Black.
1: You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I, was, I was raised in a church,
2: uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life. And this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith. And that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just I, I feel rejuvenated, if that makes sense, that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night. You know, He's right here for me. And everyone else for that matter, but he's here for, for me right yeah. now.
1: And you have some peace, don't you?
2: Oh, it's 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 really amazing. Sorry, I'm gonna get emotional, That's okay. but it's 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 amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like it matters unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like it matters radio. Radio Like It Matters. Salmon fishing in Alaska. At an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
0: What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group.
3: Do you want to make a difference in your community? Volunteer with your local fire department. Operational and non-operational positions are available, and training is provided. Anyone can be a volunteer. You just need the heart and drive to make a difference where it's needed most. When your community needs you, will you be there to answer the call? Learn more about volunteering at MakeMeAFirefighter.org. That's MakeMeAFirefighter.org.
1: This is Scott B. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters and your host for Like It Matters Radio, calling all Leadership Awakening graduates. The time is now to raise the bar to finish what you started. As a graduate of Leadership Awakening, you know how transformational awakening is. However, it's also incomplete. Leadership Adventure is about applying what you learned in Leadership Awakening. How do you take a team of leaders through the undulating line of life and success? Welcome to the second half of the Leadership Experience Leadership Adventure. This is a fun class and is done in an outdoor adventure setting. Leadership Awakening goes from 1 to 25. Leadership Adventure goes from 26 to 100. This is not Leadership Awakening a second time. It is a whole new adventure that picks up right where you left off in Leadership Awakening. If you're ready for the next level, the time is now to register for Leadership Adventure, March 2nd through 4th and April 9th through 11th. Details at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and I'm getting ready to send out on a journey. I'm going to go to a hotel at 3 o'clock in Dallas-Fort Worth. And at 5 o'clock, I'm going to open my classroom door and 16 individuals from all over the country, from all backgrounds, all different skin colors, all different religious beliefs, all different socioeconomic backgrounds, all different traumas and dramas. And in 48 hours, they will become brothers and sisters. In 48 hours, they will become new creatures. In 48 hours... Uh, everything will look different in 48 hours. They're going to fill the ultimate control of their life in 48 hours. They will be in a mindset where they are committed to live their lives like they matter. Why? Because they got a chance to spend 48 hours in the world of Mr. Black. And who is Scott Black? Well, it's easy. If you want to know anything about a product, you go to its motto. You go to its slogan. You go to its mission. And that'll tell you about that thing, about that person, or about that process. So, who is Scott V. Black? I'm committed to dying daily to myself and my desires. I'm a conduit of the Holy Spirit. It is not I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. I'm the hands and feet of my Lord Jesus Christ, and daily I put on his heart and his mind. I'm living the method. See a need, meet a need. My mantra is to fulfill all the divine appointments that God has planned in advance for me and to live my life for my Lord and for others, being the best father, husband, leader, human, and child of God that I'm created to be. I commit to do all these things daily until I can hear those words from the bima Seat of my Christ. Well done, my good and faithful servant. I'm committed to do this with passion, heart, body, and soul now tonight when i open that door and those 16 people come in there they're not coming to a religious training oh no it's secular training there's not a piece of scripture in my manual my training comes from the japanese school of kinrisha yosei gako it is the harvard of japanese leadership schools uh it is based on dr edwards demings kanai constant never-ending improvement today we have six sigma lean sigma lean manufacturing all Why do you think I go to Mexico to work with companies like Nidec? Why do you think $400 million companies like Molded Fiberglass Group pay me to send their people to my training and then bring me on site? Why do you think a $100 million company or something like a iron mechanical in Sacramento sends their people to me, pays me to be their life caddies for the executives, pays me uh, to come out there on a regular basis? Because they know who I am and they know whose I am. Why? Because of a motto. Remember a motto? A short sentence or phrase chosen as encapsulating the beliefs or ideals guiding an individual, family, or institution. Why does this matter? Because we are focused creatures. We move in the direction of our focus and we focus in the direction of our movement. And logotherapy tells us we have a we have a will to meaning. That our entire purpose that we are created is to have purpose. You know the a uh, great thing, you know who William Booth was? William Booth was the founder of Salvation Army. And you know what? In 1865, William Booth was invited to hold a series of evangelistic meetings in the east end of London. He set up a tent in Quaker Graveyard, and his services became an instant success. His, he's renowned as a religious leader, and it spread throughout London. He attracted followers who were dedicated to fight for the souls of men and women. And today, you have something called the Salvation Army, which, again, is technically isn't there just to preach, is there to help, but they do so. And, you know, some of his great sayings, I, I love these sayings, his quotes of his. He says, not called, did you say? Not heard the call, I think you should say. Put your ear down to the Bible. Hear and bid you go and pull sinners out of the fire of sin. Put your ear down to the burden, agonized hearts of humanity, and listen to its pitiful wail well for help. Go stand by the gates of hell and hear the damned entreat you to go to their father's house and bid their brothers and sisters and servants and masters not to come there. Then, look Christ in the face, whose mercy you have professed to obey, and tell him whether you will join heart and soul and body and circumstances in the march to publish his mercy to the world. Woo! He also said, while women weep, as they do now, I'll fight. While little children go hungry, as they do now, I'll fight. While men go to prison in and out, in and out, as they do now, I'll fight. Where there is a drunkard left, while there is a poor lost girl upon the streets, while there remains one dark soul without the light of God, I'll fight, I'll fight to the very end. Man, these are the two points, don't you get it? When someone's down, you help him up. And while he lives, make sure he has food, shelter, and work. Ladies and gentlemen, what are you living your life for? What's your purpose? Do you have a slogan? You know, a slogan is nothing more than a short and striking or memorable, memorable phrase used in advertising. Right? What's your slogan? See, that's a mission statement. What's your catchphrase? Do you have a mantra? You know, I love the concept of a mantra. Right? A mantra is a little bit different. A mantra almost has religious overtones to it, but it's not necessarily that. A mantra is a motivating chant. Like the, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, right? The little engine that could. That's a mantra. Something repeat over and over to yourself. Mantras are structured formula of thoughts, claims Silburn. Who was it? Uh, Farkura, I think is how you pronounce his name, concludes that mantras are a religious thought, prayer, sacred utterance, but also believed to be a spell or weapon of supernatural power. Isn't that incredible? Zimmer defines mantra as a verbal instrument to produce something in one's mind's eye and see that's why we got to remind ourselves remember the greatest commandments in the bible have nothing to do with sex drugs and rock and roll has nothing to do with um idolatry or adultery and by the way those are all bad so please don't hear me saying they're okay i'm not saying that but those are not the greatest commandments the greatest commandment in the bible number one the thing told to us most often is to remember remember whose you are remember that he'll never leave you and forsake you remember why you're here Remember, you're a conduit, not a cistern. Remember that we want grace, mercy, and understanding. And since we want grace, mercy, and understanding, that we need to give grace, mercy, and understanding. Remember, as Jesus was getting crucified, beaten, tortured, stripped of his skin, he didn't hold a grudge. He didn't keep a pound of flesh. He didn't keep a record wrong. Matter of fact, what he said was, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. See, I live by the motto, see a need, meet a need. But I have a mantra. I have a mantra. Before I open my classroom door, before I go to anything deep, I have a mantra. Greater is he who is in me than he was in the world. In my weakness, his strength is perfected. I must decrease so he can increase. That's my mantra. I say it over and over. It reminds me of why I'm here. It reminds me of who I am. It reminds me of whose I am. Greater is he who is in me than he was in the world. That's First John four four. Ye of God, little children, have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. See, in writing to his dear children, the, the Apostle John tells them that the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. The contrast here is between the, the, the flesh-operating system and the God-operating system. If you're following after the God of this world, you're following the Democratic Party. You're following the deep state. You're following—it's the reality. I mean, we're lied to about everything. We're being programmed. They control the narrative. It's Joseph Goebbels and Adolf Hitler all over again. It's just Joe Biden's a nicer guy than you thought Joe Hitler was. That's all. But they're doing the same thing. They're controlling the masses with, you know, Joseph Goebbels-esque propaganda. In my weakness, his strength is perfected. 2 Corinthians 12.9. Paul quotes Jesus. Jesus said that. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. And then I must decrease so he can increase. You know who said that? John the Baptist. John the Baptist spent all his life for a six-month ministry. John the Baptist was rough around the edges. He wore camel's hair. He wasn't invited to too many dinner parties. That's Mr. Black. And you know, last time I checked, the one dinner party he was invited to, it cost him his head. First John three sixteen through 18. By this we know love that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in worded talk, but in deed and in truth. Please, why are you here? Are you in a God-operating system or flesh-operating system? We need your help. Donate. we got a 501c3. Go to likeitmatters.net slash Go, want to specifically help Danny, go to flipcause.com. Go under medical bills. You'll see it. It's helping people. There's a lot of hurting people out there. We need your money. You know, salvation's free, but ministry's expensive. There's a lot of hurting people out there. You could be a conduit. There's only two forms that we can be, vessels. You can be a cistern or a conduit. A cistern holds things like the Dead Sea, but nothing comes out of the Dead Sea. That's why it's dead. You got to ask yourself, what are you doing with God's blessings? What are you doing with God's resources? What are you doing with this gift called life? Are you the hand at the feet of God or are you building your own kingdom? Go to likeitmatters.com slash nonprofit and help us help others. I am Mr. Black. How do you? When you live your life like it matters, it does.
3: Affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, Parkinson's, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. My family drank the Camp Lejeune water. What if our health gets worse and we need more financial help? How do I protect my VA benefits and get the compensation I deserve and need? The answer is simple. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. We're already fighting for hundreds of Marines, families, and civilians who drank Camp Lejeune water. But if you miss the deadline you could forever lose your right to the justice you deserve. So call our Camp Lejeune legal helpline now. Now may be your last chance to receive full compensation. Don't delay. Call 800-299-7878. That's 800-299-7878. 800-299-7878.